0: G'day and welcome to Partake. Today I want to talk about the Christian disciple and contentment. Paul, writing in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 6, writes, A devout life does bring wealth, but it's the rich simplicity of being yourself before God. Since we entered the world penniless, and will leave it penniless, if we have bread on the table and shoes on our feet, that's enough. And there are generally two main opinions in the West regarding money and material possessions. Now the first of our big two is the prosperity Doctrine, which stipulates that since as Christians we are children of the King, then we should be living like kings in the physical sense. If you are God's child, then God will bless you so abundantly that you will have that earthly mansion, a million pounds or a million dollars in the bank, a good wife or husband, and many children, if only you follow him. And if you don't receive these things, then maybe you should be asking for forgiveness and repenting, because apparently you are not a true child of the king. What a load of rubbish! It is just materialism in another disguise, where possessions and material things are their gods and they are not worshipping the one true living God. Its very source is pride and is not humility because they proudly proclaim I am first and everyone else is last. I defy anyone who believes this doctrine to take a trip to the poorer areas of the world and tell that false doctrine to the leaders of the churches who are working faithfully in those areas. I guarantee that would cause more harm than good and God would not be glorified and his kingdom not extended. That is not to say that God never blesses his children with material possessions, because he does. The Old Testament King Solomon is a prime example of this. So if this prosperity doctrine is false teaching, what does a truly biblically balanced view consist of? In the Bible passage I read earlier, Paul commands Christian disciples to be content with godliness. We came into this world with nothing and we will leave this world with nothing. The bare necessities for contentment of life are food, clothing and shelter. However, we could with some justification say that other things are also necessary these days cars, books and computers may with some justification to ourselves as individuals be a necessity. That is up to our own individual consciences before God. But what we need to do when considering purchasing items is not to ask what we always do first, can I afford it, but rather can I justify it and could the money be better used elsewhere? There are many, many, many Christian organizations that desperately need money to continue operating for the extension and glorification of God. Perhaps the money I was going to use for that trip overseas could be of better use elsewhere in the kingdom of God and I could go on holiday in the country that I live in. Further on in chapter 6 Paul states that we are not to desire riches lest we fall into the temptation of coveting and therefore wander away from the faith in God. He says that in verses 9 to 10. And then he continues on to say we are not to love money because it is the source of all kinds of evil. Every day we as Christians pray that God would not lead us into temptation. And you know what? He doesn't need to because we do that quite easily by ourselves particularly in the area of money. And those that are rich, well, they're not to flaunt it arrogantly and are not to place their hopes in them, verse 17. Those that are rich are commanded to be rich in good deeds, to be generous in sharing, verse 18, building up heavenly treasure instead of earthly rubbish, verse 19. I should hasten to add that contentment should also carry with it the idea of living simply in sympathy and solidarity with the poor of the world. Every one of us in the West, certainly, could to some degree live that little bit more simply and donate the money saved to a worthy, concerned organization helping out the poorer of the world. Remember, we are blessed by God in order to bless others. The humble content Christian disciple says, God is first, others are second, and I come last, and puts people before possessions. The Christian disciple is to place their trust in God alone, and not in their material possessions. It is so easy to fall into the trap of saying, if only I had that new computer, or camera, or car, or the new Apple iPhone, or an easier job with more money. It's so easy to say these things and forget to be content with what we have. And It is even easier to forget to say thank you to God for giving us all the good things that He has already given us. I would hazard to say that probably the only time we say thank you to God is before the time that we eat. And even then, maybe not then, we hardly ever thank him for friends and all the other material blessings he does provide, and the pleasure we gain from what he gives us and that is the key to biblical contentment for the Christian disciple. Could I, as a disciple of Jesus Christ, really thank my Lord for this particular item that I want for more to think about, please do read for yourself the book of or First Timothy. Chapter 6. Ask yourself the following questions as you read it, writing them down if you can, and see how you respond or react to them. Then why not share your answers with your spouse or a close friend so that you can pray over any issues together. Question 1. As a Christian disciple, in what ways am I not content? Question 2 What blessings has God bestowed upon me that I should give Him thanks for? Then Question 3 How can I use the money and possessions and blessings God has given me in order that He is glorified and worthy of honour this week? As ever, if you have any comments to make on this please do contact me at partake at hotmail.co.uk. I would love to hear from you, and if these are making any difference at all to your continual Christian discipleship. Thank you.